She's a lifetime queen in plus-size pageantry, figure model, and international best-selling author. She's joining you right now on the air with her beautiful smile and lavish personality. You may have seen her rockin' runways from New York City to Vegas or have heard her broadcast live on location from Los Angeles. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you to the Miss Kamei Morning Show with your host, Miss Kamei, brought to you by New Urban Unlimited. Hey, 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 this is Miss Kamei. Good morning, Seattle. Oh my gosh, we got a little bit of rain overnight. So refreshing. Yeah, as long as it goes away. <laughs> it I needs to be wanna... frozen rain. Come on, we need some snow. No, we don't. Yeah. Have you seen our mountains? Snowpack. Yeah, there's snow there. Not very much. Well, we'll be fine. We you don't have like lots the snow, of, We have apparently. lots of water around here. You don't like the snow, <laughs> No, do I don't. I don't. Oh, my gosh. Um, we've had a beautiful week, though. It's mm-hmm. been gorgeous. It's only getting better by it, Friday. It's, right, right. Um, the south, the east coast and the south has been, the weather's been bad. Like, they've continued to get snow out there. That's, and, what, they need, that's what we need up here. Just okay. We've thrown Mother Nature curves. Okay, so coming up on today's show... <laughs> I know, right? Weather report at 11. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have uh, my first live studio guest for season two. We, we had many, many live studio guests uh, during season one, but the first studio guest for season two. I'm so excited. Such an accomplished man. Um, so, so compassionate about the community and making a difference. I'm so excited to to have him here, Mr. Gregory Marks. We've been advertising and marketing and promoting and shouting out all week long, getting ready for his interview. Um, We're very excited to have him here in the show. Uh, Coming up, we are going to talk to Gregory Marks and hear his inspiring story of self-determination and ability not to quit. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and we come right back. We will introduce him to the show. You are listening to Miss Kamei on the Miss Kamei Morning Show on New Urban Unlimited, brought to you by Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206-682-7975 or visit me on the web at S-Y-M-M-E-S-L-A-W.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. And to you is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neil Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Aerial Media a marketing, research, media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com for the next JSMP event. Body, mind, and spirit. Alternative Talk 1150 covers it all. Hey, 
Hey, hey, hey, this is Miss Kamei. Welcome to the show. If you are tuning in for the first time this morning, we are live in the studio with Gregory Marks. Gregory, welcome to the show. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, so during the break, um, I realized that this is Gregory's first live studio radio interview forever. That's amazing. I'm very honored. Oh, first time. Thank you. Well, I'm honored to have you. Um, we I've been trying to get you on the show not well about a year now yeah. when we initially met. So I'm glad that you were able to you know pencil me in your schedule. Oh jeez. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, here. I just you, got here. Yes. <laughs> Get ready. I hope you're awake. I hope you're awake. I'm taking calls right now. We are going to take listener questions. If you have anything that you would like to ask Mr. Gregory Marks, we are taking calls 425-373-5527. Follow me on Twitter at The Miss Kamei Show. Hashtag Real Life Miss Kamei. Like me on Facebook. Um, let me know that you're out there. I really want to hear from you guys. We've had a lot of lot of great interaction from last week's interview to this week. Um, so so let us know that you're out there. We are live online right now. Uh, Gregory Marks, you're the founder of Right Now Today, um, former drug addict turned community builder. Uh, today's call out that we put out. What are some of the most inspiring mantras? According to GreatList.com, uh, be brave. If you wait for perfect conditions, you'll never get anything done. Be bold. Know your limitations and then defy them. Keep moving forward. Strive for progress, not perfection. Um, what are some of your favorite mantras or, or ones that you kind of live by? One of the things that my dad, my dad has a lot of influence on my life. Mm-hmm. And he even tells me this to this day. He says, Greg, if you fail... Don't let it be because you didn't try hard enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you try hard enough and you fail, then that's okay. Move forward. Yeah. It's a learning experience. Yes, of course, of course. Uh, what else? What other ones? Um, I think the, one of the other ones that I like is it's not what a, what a man does when he's in front of people or when people are watching, but it's what a man does when he's alone or when someone's not watching. Integrity. Mm, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, you know, you're my man of the week this week, right? Oh, hey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like it. It's a tough list, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, not everybody. (laughs) Here we go. I'm I'm in the studio all by myself with these two guys. It got a little awkward, didn't it? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, For the month of March, um, I am showcasing uh, Men in Review. And each week, as you know, I'm highlighting a different man of the week. I'm also going to have our audience uh, for the Miss Kamei show vote at the end of March for their favorite man of the week. I don't know what. uh, Well, actually, um, the man of the week winner is going to win a feature in the Miss Kamei show mini magazine. Uh So we we will definitely, um, you know, you want to make sure that you're you tweet about that and and post that on Facebook for your followers to vote for. Vote for you being their favorite man of the week on the Miss Kamei show. I want to talk about your story of self-determination. Um, tell us a little bit about, you know, kind of where you came from, where it all started for you. Well, my mom and my dad got together. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, too back far in back. 19. Yeah, far, oh, you want me, I thought you wanted me to start the What song was being played? Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, actually, you know, I, I started off as just a pretty normal child. Mm-hmm. Um when I was in high school, I had a very bad accident and almost cut my arm off. Mm-hmm. I could no longer do sports. So mm-hmm. I would start 
uh, hanging out with, you know, the stoners and people that were drinking. I started drinking at the age of 16, mm-hmm. uh, right after my accident. I, I got a lawsuit and spent a lot of that money on a car and drugs and just partying. And, you got uh, a settlement yeah. at a young age? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <clears throat> and then I just kind of lost my mind, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Bought all these clothes and just started doing that kind of stuff. Okay. And um, uh, 1985, when the Crips came from L.A., mm-hmm. they brought uh, crack cocaine to the state of Washington. Mm-hmm. And I had uh, tried that the same night of graduation. I didn't graduate, but I went to graduation. Well, the same night when I uh, went back to my apartment, because I had moved out when I was 16, mm-hmm. things just didn't go well. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friend's brother <clears throat> introduced me to crack cocaine, which was called Freebase at the time. He said, hey, you mm-hmm. want to try this? And mm-hmm. I was At like, the sure. time, which was very popular. Yeah, I was like, nobody knew that it was going to cause such an epidemic. You know? Right. And I did that, and then it was just a progression. You know, it started off a little more, a little more. I got married at the age of 19, had two children, created a very bad situation for my family, uh, for my wife at the time. It mm-hmm. was just really a bad situation. But when you're uh, doing drugs, you don't really see it that way. Right. So to me, it, was, it wasn't it was my fault. And I uh, ended up getting a divorce at 21 um, and then just started doing drugs heavily and mm-hmm. back and forth. I was I was what they call a functioning drug addict. Mm-hmm. So I always had mm-hmm. like a job, but I still smoke crack. To this day, I don't even know how I worked and functioned yeah. doing that much uh, cocaine. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. What do you think was a, a driving force for that? To do the drug? Or yeah. I mean, were you were you running from anything? Were you covering up <clears throat> anything? You know, a lot of people in drug or alcohol addiction, you know, they, there's usually some trauma behind it. Right. I think that um, just <clears throat> doing that, you know, just to start was innocent. Mm-hmm. But I started using it as a crutch or a filter. When you're an alcoholic or a drug addict, you're living in a non-reality world. Mm-hmm. So that is a way to mask whatever problems I had, bills, not liking my job, going through a divorce, having these two little beautiful boys that I'm not taking care of. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list goes on and on of, of things to cover up. So, you know, you just slip off and do what, you know, selfish. You know, you do what makes you feel good at the time. Mm-hmm. Ser- serving your flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was the the effect of on your family? Uh, it was very bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't even really know how to explain it because mm-hmm. after everything that's happened, they don't really talk about how I made them feel or what I did because they're so happy where I'm at now. Right, of and course. And a lot of times when I was doing the drugs, that they wouldn't see me. Mm-hmm. So um, the, when I really... When it really started becoming a problem is I, one day I was working because my dad had a construction company. I was working for him. Uh-huh. I got my last paycheck. Got in my car. I kid you not. Went to the bank and drove to California and started selling drugs while I was married and had one kid and one on the way. Wow. And, yeah. And just, I don't even know, to this day, I don't <laughs> know why I did that. Uh, but back then they call it curb serving. So I went there and, and I was selling uh, crack cocaine for these guys mm-hmm. and um, I wanted to quit. I said, hey, you know, I brought you guys all your stuff. I've given you all your money. I don't want you to give me crack anymore. I want to make money like you guys are making money. And then that's when they just got furious and they took my car and uh, they said, uh, you know, it's time for you to get out of here. You're in the wrong. You're a little far <laughs> away from home. So I was like, oh, man, you know. So later on that night, I went and me and a couple other people and jacked up their cars and took all of their rims and sold them. <laughs> and I was just waiting to uh, 
to uh, get back home. You know, uh-huh, I was just going to uh-huh. come back home. Well, they caught up to me. Mm. And they beat me almost to death. And uh, they said, do you have a, a, a spare key to your car? Because they took my car. Uh-huh. And I said, no, but I did have a spare key. So when they went to bed that night, I stole my car back, <laughs> went, and they took all my money, went and mm-hmm. hid it with this other guy. I called my mom and said, Mom, I need some money mm-hmm. or else I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. These guys are going to kill me. She wired me some money, and they were, like, driving around the neighborhood looking for it. It was really scary. Yeah. Um, but they beat me up so bad. They broke my nose, knocked my tooth out, <clears throat> chipped several teeth. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was really bad. Wow. Um, I straightened my own nose with my with my hands. I was just in shock. Mm-hmm. Um, took two thumbs and just popped it back wow. in. It was way over here on the side of my face. It's like P- Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you did a great job, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> looks, looks fabulous. Can't yes, even tell. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, so then I got the money and, and stole my car back mm-hmm. and came back home. Mm-hmm. On the way home, I didn't really, this is the thing about drugs. I didn't really realize how bad off I was. I stopped at a restaurant, and you know how in the movies when you walk in, everything stops, no plates are clinking, forks, glasses, none yes. of that. Mm-hmm. My face was so horrific that it stopped the restaurant. And I sat down. I'll never forget this. I sat down, and the lady said, what happened to you, darling? I said, I got jumped. Someone's trying to steal my car. And so she made me some food, mm-hmm. and she cut up my hamburger into really small pieces. Cause, I mean, my whole face was swollen. And um, at the time, I was drinking, so I, mm-hmm. I ate what I could. And I went to pay her, and she said, don't worry about it. And she gave me a six-pack of Corona to take with me and said, you be careful and make it home. So when I got home, <laughs> mm-hmm. I went to my brother's house. It was about 6 a.m. in the morning, knocked on his door, and he said, get off my porch or I'm going to call the cops. I'm like, it's me. He's like, get off the porch. I'm going to call the cops. I was like, Kenneth, it's me. And he goes, oh, my gosh, Greg, what happened to you? So you and were I'm, unrecognizable. Yeah, I was unrecognizable. And so my family, that's the biggest instance that I can remember that affected my family. My mom, rest her soul. And when she saw me, she dropped to her knees. Yeah. And my dad just could not believe that I was in that type of shape. So was that the end for you then? Oh, no, that was just the beginning. Yeah. That was just the beginning. So where did you go from there? I just continued to do drugs and really try to quit, keep going, try Mm -hmm. to quit, keep Mm -hmm. going, getting in trouble, in and out of jail, uh, stealing. I did uh, bank scams. All kinds of stuff that I'm not really proud of, but I did. Sure, sure. You know, mm-hmm. And this is what I talk about, um, how you can come back from anything. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past. You can move forward if you really want to. Right. And uh, that turning point was for, for me, it was when I was at my friend's house, and we were smoking crack cocaine, of course, and we two days straight, and it was a bender, and I was trying to kill myself. So I bought $600 worth of crack cocaine because I wanted to die. And Why? Why did I want to die? Yeah. Because I didn't think that there was any way out. I just thought, like, this is it. I'm not, I can't stop doing drugs. I can't stop drinking. My life is a wreck. Why even be here? Why even mm-hmm. bother? Nobody cares about me. Nobody cares if I'm dead or alive. It doesn't matter. You know, I've ruined mm-hmm. everything. My kids don't respect me. My friends are barely hanging on to me. I'm mm-hmm. homeless, you know, because at the time I became homeless. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to 7 Eleven and taking ketchup packets and half and half and putting in a cup with salt and pepper and making soup to eat. And it was just, it was just bad, mm. you know, sleeping outside with the rats. And it, it was just a really, really uh, bad situation that I couldn't believe that I was in. And I just, I just basically was ready to give up. So okay. I said, if I'm going out, I'm, I'm just going to OD and, you know, at least in my mind, at least I'm going to have fun while I do it. Okay. You know? Yeah. And um, so my friend had to work 
that day and he said, hey, Greg, I'm going to take off. Mm-hmm. But I get paid today. And when I get paid, I'm going to come back and it's going to be on. I'll buy. <laughs> okay. You know, so I'm like, all right. So he left. Well, I'm sitting around this room and I'm looking around and it's just dark and dank and stinky and smoke's floating around. And, mm-hmm. and, and I swear I felt like there was demons circling my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at that time, for some reason, I just, I, I, I cried out to God. You know, and I had been to church and stuff, but I was never really a believer. And I cried out to God. I put, took a cushion off the couch, put it on the floor, got on my knees, and I said, God, if you're real, take this taste out of my mouth and this desire out of my heart, and I'll serve you for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And after that, I, I called my dad. And my dad's the kind of guy, he never put me down. He always mm-hmm. said, Greg, keep swinging the bat. You're going to hit a home run one day. Mm-hmm. You're very gifted. If you take what you're doing for bad news for good, mm-hmm. you could do incredible. I mean, for 20 years he did this. He never bad-mouthed me at all. So I called him up and I said, hey, Dad, you know, I'm, I'm ready. And he goes, what are you going to do, son? So well, I want to go to treatment. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, here's the number. Call the guy. So I called the guy up and I told him the story. And he said, well, it costs $500 to get in here. I said, well, I just told you I've been doing drugs right. know, for a long time. And I'm homeless. I don't have, right. any, I don't have $500. <laughs> well, I really can't help you. You know, call your friend's family and see what you can do and then call me back. Okay. So I called my dad back and he says, uh, he said, I said, dad, it's $500 to get in here. And he said, oh, so what are you going to do, son? I'm like, well, I was hoping I could borrow the money from you. He said, Greg, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. He said, I have $500, and I could give it to you. Mm-hmm. But if I gave you that $500, I'd be doing you a disservice. When you were out there running the streets, doing drugs, and chasing women, you found a way. If you truly want to get clean, you'll find a way. I love you, son, but you're going to have to figure this out on your own. We're going to take a quick break because I want to hear more about that story and how you made it because you did make it. Yes. You did make it. Uh, When we come back, we are going to hear more from Gregory Marks. Uh, We're also going to uh, find out how he got into fashion and TV. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Miss Kamei on The Miss Kamei Show with the fabulous Gregory Marks, brought to you by New Urban Unlimited on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. We'll be right back. Aerial Media a marketing, research media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com for the next JSMP event. N2U is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neal Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206 206- 682-7975 or visit me on the web at S-Y-M-M-E-S-L-A-W.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. Feed your mind and your body and spirit will follow. Alternative Talk 1150.
Hey, 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 this is Miss Kamei on the Miss Kamei Morning Show. Welcome back. We are taking phone calls. Are you out there? I know Gregory Marks has a huge following, huge fan base. Uh, I don't I don't want to call them groupies, but I, I'm sure there's some out there, too. Call us 425-373-5527. Follow me on Twitter at The Miss Kamei Show. Never miss another uh, weekly update on our interviews. Hashtag Real Life Miss Kamei so I know that you're out there. Uh, go to www.themisskameishow.com. That is T-H-E-M-S. C-A-M-A-Y-S-H-O-W.com and get a behind-the-scenes look at Gregory Marks. We've got a little bit of his bio there. Um, You can read a little bit more about him. Um, If you're just joining me uh, for the first time this morning, uh, Gregory was talking about his fight with addiction and how he really, really, really wanted to um, just be done with it. And right before the break... Uh, Gregory was sharing with us a conversation he was having with his dad about going into treatment. So you're you're on the phone with your dad. You're asking him to borrow money to get you into treatment. And he tells you, no, I'm not going to give you the money. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he but he said it in such a way that it it it, it kind of inspired me to actually do it because he had been inspiring me for so long mm-hmm. to get out of to get out of doing that. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. So the, the the strangest thing, though, after I hung up the phone with him, the guy from the treatment center called me back. Mm-hmm. And he said, I heard something in your voice, and I feel that there's something special about you. Mm-hmm. If you can get here in one hour, I'll let you in. So I called my friend Chuck, uh, that I've known since the first grade. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a landscaping company, a pretty good size one. He was always kind of the guy that was around that kind of helped me out here and there. Mm-hmm. And I said, Chuck, you need to come pick me up so you can take me to treatment. He's like, man, I got a bunch of people putting sprinklers in the yard. I got trees in the back of my truck. <laughs> Greg, you know, I don't have time for this right now. I said, Chuck, if you don't pick me up right now, I could be dead tonight. I need you to come take me to treatment. They're going to let me in for free. So he came and picked me up, mm-hmm. and the most memorable moment about it, and I could never understand this, he was so mad at me, and he was taking me to treat me at that. When he saw me, he took my little bag of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, my little clothes and mm-hmm. what I had, and threw in the back of the truck with the trees. And then I went to go get in the front of the truck, and he said, uh-uh, get in the back, and made me ride in the back of the truck with the trees. And so wow. I'm sitting, yeah, and, you know, so I'm like, okay, that's cool, because I still wanted to go there. Right. So I'm sitting in the back of the truck, and that was the best thing that I think he could have ever done. Because when he was driving, I was hanging on to these huge trees, one in each You were hand. actually in the back with the trees. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I'm looking up, and, and it was like the trees were moving in the wind. Mm-hmm. And I could see all the telephone poles and the sky and the clouds, and I just felt like life was coming. You know, so mm. I always remember that part. It's just like represented life to me. And I was already feeling better because I, I had that release of I know I was going somewhere. Right. To get some help. Yeah. Yeah. And so that 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 was the the most standout moment. And back to your question about affecting my family. I think that's the only time that I really knew how I had affected my family is when I got beat up and, and you know, went to treatment. Yeah. So you go to treatment. You stay yes. in treatment. You actually extended your treatment. Yes. Correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, I went when I went to treatment and got there, I was a hot mess. <laughs> and um, I wanted to fight everybody. I had I used to have a very bad temper. You know, now it's like I know how to use my brain not to yeah. get angry at people, <laughs> um, which I learned a lot of that at Pierce College and before that. But mm-hmm. I was um, 
when I first got there, I was trying to regulate the treatment center. Mm. And uh, the pastor's name was Brother Jerry, and he was like about five foot two, but he was just this little fireball of a preacher. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, when you got called into his room, that's like everybody's like quiet because you get called in that room, it's about to go down. Right, right. Right. So I had been complaining. I think I was sitting in the sitting in the back of the church with the ugly. He called it an ugly look on my face. And he said, God, don't like ugly. <laughs> that ugly look off your face. You think people can't see you looking like that? I'm like, you know, so I'm doing it on purpose because I didn't want to be there. Yeah. You know, and he he uh, at, at the end of church, he took me back in this room, the room. And he said, boy, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I just think that this place sucks and you should do this and you should do that. And he said, ain't that something? He said, on on my worst day, on my very worst day, mm-hmm. I can make a better decision than you could. And I'm like, mm. oh, man, that kind of hit me, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and he goes, you know what you are? You're just a big baby. You think you're so smart and you think you can do so much stuff. You're just a big old baby. And so then I got mad. Mm-hmm. I said, man, you can't be talking to me like that. I'm, <laughs> man, I'm, you know, he goes, oh, what you going to do? Yeah. He said, I bet you if I had a piece of rock in my hand, I could call you anything I wanted to. <laughs> and you would let me, wouldn't you? And then that's when I realized that he was right. He mm. said, son, all I'm trying to do is help you. He said, if you give me one year of your life, listen to everything I say to do, I'll give your life back and I'll make you a productive man in society. But you got to do everything 100 percent and I'll help you. And from that day on, I just did. Mm-hmm. I did everything he said to me. Mm-hmm. You had some did you have some self-realization, I guess, you know, revelation in a your lot. life at that moment? Yeah. A lot. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a whole bunch. Yeah, especially when he said that because you're, you're probably thinking, well, you know, yeah, maybe at one point in my life, I, I would do whatever you said. Yeah, you know, well, almost anything. Yeah, almost. Yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's be correct. Right yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, of course. So, but you know, and I had done stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I did a, a huge bank scam that I went to jail for. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be on the hilltop and. The guy would stick his hand out the window, what you need, and he'd say 100, and he'd put, you know, five rocks, and I'd snatch him and run. Yeah. You know, hiding between the houses, trying to smoke the crack before he caught me so I could get, you know, it's just mm-hmm. crazy. It's madness. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I did see a lot of that. And as um, I got my brain together, because there's a chemical reaction, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you use drugs and alcohol, and it takes a while to get off off of it. And the way he put that to me was an analogy that he used where he said, it's like when you break your arm or something. Mm-hmm. You break your arm, you get a cast put on for six months. Right. Well, when you get that cast off, your arm works okay and looks okay, mm-hmm. but really it's not healed all the way. Right. So right. you look fine, but really you're not. So those things really like suck to me, and I'm I've you know I've carried them my whole life mm-hmm. f- since I've been clean for 13 years. I 13. Should say. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. By the way. Thank you. Um, we're very proud of you. Thank you. God created you in His image in the beginning and had His greatness for you, and I'm just so happy to hear that you were saved, and that those people in your life, your father, your friend. Um, the people in the treatment center saved you, you know, helped save you and, and really allow you to really walk in greatness because what a waste if you weren't here. So definitely not easy to do, you know. And I think, um, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, you make bad choices, you make bad decisions, things that you're not proud of. And those things alone, taking out, you know, drug or alcohol addiction, those things alone can really damage a person's value. Yes. And self-worth. Yes. And guilt. You know, the enemy can, can come in and, and really plague you oh, with yeah. guilt. 
um, that you just can never shake. Absolutely. So um, congratulations. Thank you. Definitely not easy to do. How did you get into the fashion industry? This is going to sound <laughs> funny, but I have been into fashion since Geranimals. And if, oh, okay. if, if people don't know what your animals are, those are where you, when you're a kid, they have like an alligator on the shirt and have an alligator on the pants. You match them up. You're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you mix and match the animals, you're not dressed. Properly. Yeah. Yeah. So and I always thought that <laughs> was kind of neat. Yeah. You know, and, and, but I'm serious. Yes. I mean, from kangaroos to zips. I mean, I've yes. always liked fashion. And I don't know why, mm-hmm. uh, but I just always have. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've just been into that. And um yeah, that's that's how, I mean it's it's just in me. Yeah, you, you just know? had an eye for it. Yeah, I just yeah. I don't even know I don't know where it came from, but I know that that's the 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 latest memory that I can remember was Geranimal. Yeah, which but I just thought that was so cool. Right, right. <laughs> well, and if people don't know, we we won't really put a date on that, but if, if people don't know about Geranimals, I think that was the first because we have what is it, Izod and um I mean now everything's branded and, mm-hmm. and you know, there's logos everywhere. But um that was I mean, we were kids. Yeah. Like young kids back at that time. Yeah. Uh we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, uh the news to me segment is coming up and we've got some some great information about the Alliance for Women and Media Foundation. So we're going to get your opinion on that too, Gregory, since you're so so accomplished in, in oh, media. Geez. Here we go. <laughs> we'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> you're listening to the Miss Kamei show on New Urban Unlimited on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes. And if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206-682-7975 or visit me on the web at S-Y-M-M-E-S-L-A-W.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. And to you is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neil Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Aerial Media, a marketing, research, media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org. Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com, for the next JSMP event. On the AM band at 1150 and on the FM HD band at 98.9 HD3, Alternative Talk 1150. Hey, 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 this is Miss Kamei on the Miss Kamei Morning Show. I am live in the studio with Gregory Marks. He's sitting here right next to me in the flesh. Uh, love having you here. He, he's cra- I'm cracking him up. You guys should hear our commentary during the break. It's hilarious. I, we, we can't record it. And, yeah, we can't record it. I'm taking Are you sure call- about that? I'm, I'm positive. I'm, I'm the not- one running the board over yeah. here. Are you sure about that? <laughs> well, it's probably recorded, but we can't replay it. We Bingo. There's yeah, an we can't play it. <laughs> I'm taking calls, 425-373-5527. Gregory Marks would love to answer any questions that you have for him. 
Uh, follow me on Twitter at the Miss Kamei Show. Hashtag Real Life Miss Kamei. Um, you know where to find me. I want to hear from you. We've had uh, great, great uh, interaction on social media since season two launched. Um, I so appreciate all of my followers. Miss Kelly Lee, if you're listening this morning, she has been a consistent supporter of the Miss Kamei Show. Always tweeting and retweeting our tweets and listening uh, live while she's getting ready for work. So want to shout her out. Uh, this is the News to Me segment. Alliance for Women and Media Foundation, AWMF. They honor exemplary women and men in the media and entertainment industry. And the 40th Annual Gracie's Award supports the AWMF's educational programs, charitable activities, public service, and scholarship campaigns that benefit women and media. Uh, women in media ha- has been a challenge over the years. If you ever have had a chance to watch any Barbara Walters interviews of Barbara Walters herself and hear her story about her journey in media. It definitely was a challenge. Uh, She always had male counterparts, male co-hosts. She was never really favored in in media and uh, definitely made a name for herself by uh, launching the Barbara Walters special. And that really uh, created, you know, notoriety for her and really set her off in her media career. But um, oftentimes a lot of uh, women are not, you know, as as highlighted as, as men in the media. So uh, the annual Gracie's Awards is, is an organization that uh, definitely highlights women in media. And during the break, Greg, I asked you, you know, if you were somewhat familiar with um, – with the Alliance for Women in Media Foundation and also the Gracie's, Gracie's Awards. And you said, you know, that you've heard of them, but um, just the the foundation of the organization itself and uh, the Gracie's Awards, obviously they've been, you know, been doing this for, for you know, 40 years, uh, highlighting, you know, women in media. And you're, you're in media yourself. Um, we're going to talk about your movie a little bit later, your first short film. So what what is your opinion about women in media and, you know, the Gracie's Awards highlighting them and, you know, supporting the, the education of, of women in media. I think that that's great because um, there's so many women that have so much talent. And I think that we need to kind of kind of put some of the old ways, you know, behind us. Because mm-hmm. um, I'll tell you, with what I do, most of my support come from uh, women that, you know, work hard. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I think guys have a little bit of a macho attitude where they're like, I'm not doing that. Or, you know, they don't want to get too close to the situation. But women have a, a, a more open heart and are more willing, I think, to uh, have compassion and help mm-hmm. uh, those in need more so than men, which is kind of sad. Don't get me wrong. There's men that are also that have compassion. Right. But it just seems like women are more so are the people that help me with right now today. Right, right, exactly. Um, you talk about your father, mm-hmm. and you've mentioned him in our interview, that he's been very supportive. He was mm-hmm. very supportive uh, with your drug addiction and, and just really standing with you on the journey. Mm-hmm. And and you shared, and not that you said this, but you shared that you know he always encouraged you, he always uh, really motivated you, even though you weren't making the best choices in your life. Mm-hmm. So... Talk a little bit more about your relationship with your father, because he 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 plays a major role in your life then as well as today. Yeah, my my uh, dad 
a little bit about my dad's history. So he came up from a family of nine, and he was the second oldest. Mm -hmm. And he literally worked on the cotton field. So he was always Mm. a hard worker, all the way up to owning his own business uh, for 22 years in the construction industry, which was really unheard of. Uh, Back at the time when he was in business, they had affirmative action. Mm -hmm. So um, they would give jobs to uh, minorities. Mm -hmm. Well, my dad was the only African-American asphalt contractor in the state of Washington at the time. So he actually amassed some of his money from being at the right place at the right time. But I worked for him, and he taught me a lot of my work work ethic. And just watching him really influenced me. Mm -hmm. And when I got older and did become clean, I realized how great of a man he was Mm -hmm. and everything that he did and his infinite wisdom and everything. And I just really respect him now. And I try in everything I do today, I try to carry a piece of my dad with me Mm -hmm. with my actions. Yeah. That's the kind of guy he never drank, never smoked. I mean, he was was a really good man. So what is the most memorable memory you have of your father when you were fighting addiction? Good one or a bad one? Just your your (laughs) most either either one. That's actually a good great question. Uh, But either, either one, either one. And, you know, I've never been asked that question before. Mm-hmm. I think I think one of the most memorable times was um, because I, I would come to work high mm-hmm. and he would always talk about jeopardizing the business because if something happens or someone gets killed, that they could sue him and he could lose mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I would come there, smell like alcohol, and mm-hmm. but I would spend all my money on drugs and alcohol. So I'd be like, Dad, you know, can I get a dollar? So I, and he would never give me anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of the biggest things I remember about him. And at the time, I thought it was really mean. Mm-hmm. But I realized now what he was doing. He was like, you know, you made this bed. You're making these choices. This is what you have to live with. Mm-hmm. If you can't save a couple of dollars to get something to eat for a job that I'm paying you for. Right. Very good money. And at that time, I was making $32 an hour. Wow. Yeah. And so he was like, there's no reason why you shouldn't have lunch money. Right. <laughs> and that's just the kind of guy my dad was. Right. You know, so he'd have his big fat lunch in his cooler and be eating right there. And nope. That's one of the biggest things that stands out with my dad. Wow. Well, and what a blessing he was giving you a job. A good job. Yeah, a really good job with, with good pay. But it, even in saying that, you know, taking the money aspect out of it, because we, we both, um, you know, understand the value of money and we, we can be rich with not a dollar in our pocket, the the work ethic that he taught you mm-hmm. and, you know, what he was instilling in you, it, even in that moment of addiction, mm-hmm. the 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 worth, the value mm-hmm. that w- he was teaching you. Subconsciously, you were learning it, but you didn't even really realize it. Yeah. And another thing I, I want to mention, too, is my dad, when he raised us, we didn't even know the difference between black and white people because mm-hmm. I was raised in a predominantly white neighborhood, but I didn't even know that there was a difference. Yeah. And uh, one day when I was in elementary, he I was on the play field and, and kids were calling me the N-word. <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant. So mm-hmm. I start calling them the N-word. And they're like, no, you are. I'm like, no, you are. You know, and <laughs> like a game, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I get back home and I'm playing with my brother. I'm like, hey, you know, N-word. And my brother's like, yeah. what? You're, no, you're the n My dad's like, what did you say? He goes, where did you hear that? On the field, everybody was saying it. It was fun. Yeah. And he said, he explained to me that that's not a good word mm-hmm. and what it meant. Mm-hmm. And to not do that. Mm-hmm. But also not to hate people that say that either mm-hmm. so i always remember that so flashing forward to working with him and doing all that 
that's when he would always say, um, you have to be better than. He would never say better than them or better than yourself. You have to be better than. And I didn't understand that mm. until, you know, as I got older, I'm like, so he just meant better than anything else. Right. What can you do? You know, it's like I said, uh, don't, don't, if you fail, don't let it be because you didn't try hard enough, son. Right. That's what he would always say. So all these things that he used to say to me growing up just kind of clicked in, I guess, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, they made sense eventually. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we are going to talk about Gregory's short film, Shift Paradigm. Coming up a little bit later, uh, listen to your chance to win one of Miss Kamei's favorite things. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Miss Kamei on the Miss Kamei Morning Show on New Urban Unlimited on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206 206- 682-7975 or visit me on the web at S-Y-M-M-E-S-L-A-W.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. N2U is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neil Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Aerial Media a marketing, research, media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com for the next JSMP event. Negativity and fear, two staples of talk radio. Well, we figured we'd try something different. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, 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 this is Miss Kamei on the Miss Kamei Show. Welcome back. If you are joining us for the first time this morning, I'm live in the studio with Gregory Marks, and we have been talking about his ability to overcome his drug addiction and his interest and love for the fashion industry. And right before the break, we were talking about his father and his relationship with his father. And and, and despite his his lifelong, um, not lifelong, but despite his his life experience with drug addiction, his father always stood with him and encouraged him to be better then. Um, your short film, Shift Paradigm, yes. uh, went to the biggest independent film festival in L.A., correct? I think it is the biggest, yes. I'm not sure. It played at the Chinese theater, so that's pretty, pretty big. Yeah, that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. You're so humble. I love it. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, so uh, the biggest <laughs> independent film. Yeah, get it right. <laughs> um, how does your relationship with your father relate to the short film, To Shift Paradigm? Uh, well, I, I wrote the script two years prior to actually making the movie. 
And my dad was really sick, and I, I thought we were going to lose him. He's mm-hmm. okay now. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was in a rush. I said, I want to make this film and dedicate it to my dad mm-hmm. because he he's such a believer in me. Yes, and every from time the very ta- beginning. Right. Yeah. So he's like, Greg, when are we going to see you on the big screen? What are you waiting for? I'm like, geez, Dad, I just, you know, started <laughs> acting like a couple years ago. It's yeah. not like you just hop on a picture. <laughs> and, uh, but he always wanted, that was one of his things. He goes, I can't wait to see you on the big screen. So I made this movie, uh, Shift Paradigm, and dedicated it to him. What was the first thing he said to you after he saw the film? After he saw the film, um, can I tell you how it happened? Yes, of course. So I had to keep this film a secret from him. And I told my dad, I said, on this day, I need you to meet me where I tell you to meet me at at this time. No questions asked. You cannot back out. You have to be there. Okay. And so all this time I'm making this movie. Yes, yes. And um, I'm on the news. They're talking about it. I'm like, right. oh, man, I hope he doesn't find out. You know, people <laughs> are hitting me up on Facebook. He doesn't do any of that stuff, fortunately. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. So um, I said, Dad, I need you to meet me in front of the Blue Mouse Theater. I'm actually going to have someone waiting there for you. Um, when you get there, they'll, they'll seat you. So he comes there. Uh-huh. The guy, he comes up, and this guy has a sign like a... a, a driver limo driver yeah. says james marks and come with me and <laughs> so then uh, my friend ronnie goes up there and tells him where to sit down all these cameras are flashing on him and we're recording i'm standing i'm sitting up on the stairs watching all this happen yes uh, my friend ben andrews that who's actually the uh, director and producer of the film as well talks about the film mm-hmm. and so my dad's sitting there and he hasn't seen me yet so when the film starts i, I come walking down the aisle and i sit next to him and i say hey dad He's like, what's this all about, Dad? Just just watch the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he watched the movie, and, you know, he really liked it. And after that, I said, hey, was this screen big enough for you? And he laughed. And I said, everybody's burning question is, Dad, how does this make you feel right now? Mm-hmm. And my dad's a tough guy. He, I've only seen, that was the third time I'd ever seen my dad cry was at my film. I mean, he's such a tough guy that he used to break copper off of alternators and stuff, hit his thumb with a sledgehammer. And said, hey, you know, hey, kids, you guys go and go play. You know, but he told us years after that he dropped his knees. He was in so much pain. Anyways, that was, he said, I knew that you cared about me, Greg, but I didn't know you cared that much. Wow. That's all I can say right now. And he's, you know, like I said, he doesn't cry. And mm-hmm. he didn't even cry then. It wasn't a boo-hoo. He had like one tear. I was surprised. You know, yeah, shocked. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's what happened. That's what he said. Myrna Susan Hoffman commented on your interview announcement on Facebook. Proud of you, oh, quote unquote. Thank you. How does it make you feel when someone says that to you, that they're proud of you? I, it makes me feel really weird because I don't, uh, I'm not a prideful person. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard for me to take compliments sometimes mm-hmm. because I just want other, I'm really, I'm more happy that that comment either inspired her or made her think. Mm-hmm. But that's the whole purpose. It's not about me. It's about we. Right. Right. I I get it. I understand. Totally. Miss um, Kamei's favorite things. We're going to do a giveaway. Um, last week's winner uh, won a, a great, a great item. And we'll announce that a little bit later on the show. But uh, we are going to come back and we are going to give away Miss Kamei's favorite thing. We'll talk more about that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. You're listening to Miss Kamei on the Miss Kamei Morning Show with Gregory Marks, brought to you by New Urban Unlimited on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. We'll be right back.
Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206-682-7975 or visit me on the web at S-Y-M-M-E-S-L-A-W.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. And to you is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neil Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Aerial Media, a marketing, research media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org. Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com, for the next JSMP event. This is Alternative Talk, 1150. Got it? Cool. Hey, 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 this is Miss Kamei on the Miss Kamei Morning Show. We have come to the point in the show where we are going to give away one of Miss Kamei's favorite things, Lucid Dreams, uh, D3V's Labor 2 album. Um, I'm going to give away an autographed copy of that album. As you all may know, may or may not know, uh, my theme music for season two of the Miss Kamei Show is What's Your Name? And it's on this album, Um this was uh, produced and uh, worked on by uh, Dev McRae and DOC out in Albany, New York. They're an urban rap duo changing the game in Albany. Um, anybody, a new subscriber to the Miss Kamei International Newsletter will actually win this autographed copy of the album. It's a great album. If you're a rap fan, um, you'll love it. If you, you know, you're an R&B fan like myself, you'll love it as well. So, Subscribe to the Miss Kamei International Newsletter. You can find that on Facebook. Uh, send me your subscription, sign up, and one winner will be picked and announced on next week's show. When we come up, uh, when we come back from the break, we are going to talk about right now, today, and Gregory Marks Humanitarian Awards. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Miss Kamei on the Miss Kamei Morning Show, brought to you by New Urban Unlimited on Alternative Talk, 11:50 a.m. Aerial Media, a marketing, research media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org. Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com, for the next JSMP event. And to you is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neil Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206-682-7975. Real people, real life, real radio. Really. Alternative Talk 1150. 
Hey, 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 this is Miss Kamei on the Miss Kamei Morning Show. I'm live in the studio with Gregory Marks. If you're joining us for the first time this morning, we've heard about Gregory's life story in bits and pieces. An hour is so much time, but yet it's such little time. Um, when we took a break, Gregory, you were telling us about your relationship with your father, uh, your short film, Shift Paradigm, and that it was dedicated to your father and and you you shared with us how you surprised him you know showing him the film um you're a humanitarian yourself you're you know heavy in the community really making a difference what's all the buzz about right now today uh right now today i'm going around to the colleges high schools i'm even talking to an elementary school and it's helping people to realize the value in themselves and once they realize the value in themselves they can release their potential because mm-hmm. that's what i did and so it's not anything new, but to have someone actually advocate for that mm-hmm. and tell people that and tell my story encourages them to do that. So is that what is the foundation of right now today, really your story to encourage and empower others? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's what it is. I don't I don't have to reinvent the wheel. There's plenty of other organizations, homeless organizations. So what I do is try to create a synergistic type society by bringing all of us together with me being the hub, if you, so to speak, yeah, um, to reach out to different organizations when people need help. Yeah. Right now, today. Right now, today. Your humanitarian awards. It's all over Facebook. Yes. The Moyer Foundation. Yes. You, you've connected with them. Tell, tell us about that. I was re- I'm really honored to have them as an award recipient. Um, they work with children that have lost their parents, family, or friends, uh, to addiction, mm-hmm. um, and Corvus Eye Production, Alder Sherwood, Jeremiah Kenner went to Africa and did some work over mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Annie Haviland, Talk It Up TV, she just really captivated me. A guy became paralyzed while snowboarding and wanted to go to the film school, and she helped make that happen. Mm-hmm. Just all these great things. So who are your award winners? That's, those are three of them. Okay. And Dr. Paul Gearhart is the other one who is a, a mentor of mine, and he works at two different colleges, and it's just He's been helping the community for many, many years just by being the great teacher that he is in academia. Where can people buy tickets for the event? And tell us where it's at. When is it? Where is it? It's at the Carco Theater in Renton, uh, the 27th at 7 p.m. You can go to Eventbrite, Right Now Today Humanitarian Awards. You can also go to the Right Now Today Humanitarians Award page. You can also go to the Facebook page, for Right Now Today, or you can go to www.rightnowtoday.org and get, look at all my videos, mm-hmm. see my bio, all that stuff. Where can people connect with you on social media? They can connect with me, Gregory D. Marks, message me. I mean, just Google me. I'm Google. not that hard to find. <laughs> Google me. Yeah, I know. It sounds weird, but yeah, I mean, no, it, I'm, no. I'm a very accessible person, so yes, th- it's easy to find me. Thank you so much for joining me today. It, it's been great. I, I feel like we've really just touched the iceberg of who you are oh, and, yeah. and all of your accomplishments. You really inspire and encourage me oh, thank you. Um, in, in my journey and from the moment that we've met, um, honestly. So I thank you so much for joining me today. Um, when, it, when, when you have an opportunity, I definitely want to have you back. Absolutely. For sure. We want to talk about the Humanitarian Awards and the success of that event. Yes. Um, you're inspiring you're, too, Miss Kamei. Well, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I do my best. I do my best. If you're listening to us this morning, I just want to speak to Miss Kamei's community. Um, as you've heard this amazing testimony from Gregory Marks and his love for himself and really valuing who he was as a person, I just want to encourage everybody today to walk in greatness. 
Um, be fabulous. Today is a new day. Reach out to people who are where you are trying to go. Mentor with them and, you know, learn from them. That's how you're going to get there. If you hang around with people who are where you're at, you won't go anywhere. So continue to grow. Continue to love yourself. Uh, reach out to people that you really, really admire and you are inspired by. Last week's winner, we want to congratulate Brett Smith. He won the Flanky Hanky Pocket Square. So we are so excited to, to get that to him. We definitely want to want to get an update <laughs> from him. Um, Gregory Marks has one on today, as a matter of fact. Right so, yes. Um, stay tuned for Conscious Talk Radio. It's coming up right after the Miss Kame Show. It's radio that makes a difference. You don't want to miss it. Um, love yourself. Make a difference and impact the world right now, today. You're listening to the Miss Kame Morning Show, brought to you by New Urban Unlimited on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. What's your name? Tell me what's your sign.